everyone. Welcome back to our Game of Thrones recap podcast. Woo! I'm Cameron. And I'm Zach. And you're watching the uh, Watching You Watch podcast. Woo! Uh, <laughs> this is episode five of, uh, of our podcast and mm-hmm. also of Game of Thrones season one that we are watching. Yeah. And if you're tuning in for the first time, the concept kind of that we're going with here is that I've seen Game of Thrones before, and Zach hasn't. Not even and at all. And so we're just leading Zach on a journey through such wonderful events that happen in yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, like dog deaths and, like, sadness. And incest. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. And um, we're, I'm, I'm watching Zach as he watches this and just getting so much joy out of it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> okay, you know... You need to invite your friends onto this so that, like, the ones that haven't watched, like me, so I have, like, some people I can talk to, because I can't talk to anyone I know, because yeah. they've all seen it, and I haven't, and it's the worst. So, yeah, if you're, like, one of those people who has seen Game of Thrones, who has read the books, and has a bunch of friends who haven't seen the show or read the books, like, go out there and do it, because it's priceless. Like, go out and show your friends Game of Thrones, sit them down and be like, hey, you're watching this. And, you know, watch them watch every agonizing minute of it. Mm. it it's it's just, worth it. He just, like, keeps my tears in a bottle and <laughs> treasures it. Um, so, yeah, anyway, um, as of the date of this recording, Season 5 is playing right now. Oh, my goodness. It's so, really good. Uh, but Zach, Zach can't, like, be on the internet at I all. I just, I just can't. For, <laughs> I mean, for the sake of spoilers. Uh, so... Uh, I'm enjoying season five thoroughly as it's going on right now, but we're not here mm. to talk about season five. We're here to talk about season one. Episode um, five. Episode five. Ah, yes. Lions. Which is entitled The Wolf and the Lion. And we just sat down and watched that one. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I, I feel bad for Zach with his recapping now because <laughs> it's gotten a little out of hand with just oh. how much is going on oh, in the show. Man. I kind of forgot myself just... Uh, how much happens in this episode so i think he says not stopping smiling at all (laughs) so anyway i just think this time instead of asking zach to give a full recap because i feel like that would just be pure torture for you yeah uh, i think what we're gonna do is just give us the highlights zach i will will tell you what i feel are the most important things from what okay so we start everyone's doing everything everywhere so let's go to king's landing ned stark is all getting into this business and doing his detectiving and then it comes down to the king actually calls him to a meeting he's like holy crap the king is calling me to a meeting but i don't want to because now my wife is doing crazy things with Tyrion and oh man so he goes in there and they're all like we have received word that um you know caldrogo has a wife named denarius and she is with child and if he has a boy we're all going to die so let's kill her ned go kill her and he's like no my honor says no and he's like if you don't do it you're out And he's like fine and he puts his hand symbol down and like just walks out yep because sean bean don't kill no little girls no little I, I, girls no <laughs> good for him it's a, he's a shining ray of light in yes. this universe yes um, he is but yeah and that that goes horribly wrong for him because at the end of the episode jamie confronts him after he got like a little extra piece of info from uh somebody under Link- little fingers um employ to be <laughs> kind and <laughs> yeah 
Uh, so he and Jamie get into a big old fight, and then one of the soldiers is like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stab him in the leg. Didn't I do great, Jamie? I did great. Yeah, I did great. And punches him in the face, because Jamie wanted that. He kind of wanted to kill Ned. You got that feeling. And he killed a secondhand man. I was just starting to like him. I didn't even get to learn his yeah, name. Yeah, Sir Jory. <sighs> well, poor, poor Sir Jory. Doesn't even matter. Yep. <sighs> But yeah, okay. And over, Catelyn basically got Tyrion to her crazy sister in the Vale, who was like breastfeeding her child. And yeah, she's like paranoid schizophrenic 101 right there. Yeah, let's and be clear too, by the way, that this child that she's breastfeeding is not a baby. No. This kid's like 12 no. years old or something. Oh my good, that is, ooh, that makes it even weirder. Because he looked like he was eight. But I don't even know. Yeah. He's, he's just clearly not supposed to be yeah. breastfeeding. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, oh, Lannister, we have a special room for you. And they put him into this cell that is like open air. So it's like, you know, you can live or you can suicide, whatever you like. <laughs> okay. And then we finally get to see more of John's, uh, John's brother, Robert, Robert, Robert's brother. Yes. Robert's brother. The king. God. Okay. I was like, trying to track with who you were talking I'm about. I'm sorry. Too many names. No. It hurts. Yeah. We were talking about King Robert's brother, Renly. Yeah. And he and D- who I previously known as Darian the Knight. Um, <laughs> Let's are... be clear too. That's because you thought he was like a tuxedo mask. Yeah, sort because of roses. He gave Sansa roses. He's like, you're the best, and everyone's like, yeah, Sansa, yeah. your your gaydar is not on. Yeah, your gaydar is just <laughs> in exi- non-existent. Yeah. So basically, that's the big thing you find out about that. And they also have their own little plots. Like you know, Knight of Flowers is all like, you know, you'd be a great king. You're kind and great and all this stuff. And I would like fight for you. And mm. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and they're like, mm. and then you know, HBO. Um. So <laughs> other points of interest: Arya Stark was running around, and she hears, I'm pretty sure it's Varys. Varys, yes. Yeah, all right, getting it. And You're learning the names. Some, I'm some so proud new. of you, Zach. It's, <laughs> it's, if we have a long span between recordings, it could go away. But he's basically saying, now we're finally getting the connection across the narrow sea. He is connected to some people who are with Drogo, and it seems as if they're vying to get uh, Daenerys. Yes. Yeah, that one. To be in power. Well, not Daenerys so much as Viserys. Yes, Malfoy. because he, I mean, because he's uh, Viserys Malfoy. <laughs> it's getting better. Yes. No, I mean, you didn't get to see him beyond, well, you didn't see him at all in this episode, so therefore yeah. you didn't see any of that venereal disease stuff that you <sighs> usually know him for. Worst. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then there was like a huge like word information slinging battle between Littlefinger and Varys, and that was neat. And Varys actually went to Ned to talk to him that like, if he, you know, he's going to be... Uh, the king's rock, and basically, if he doesn't stay there, the king will die due to poisoning that's been happening to him. And you know, no one's getting to. Th- it's funny because Ferris probably knows, but he won't get to the bottom of it. He wants like to send this poor honorable man that dies in every movie he's in to like go do it for him. And, like, well, if that's not a death flag, I don't know what it is. I mean, well, Varys does tell him though that he like believes in dead. Yeah, he, which he, is like, cool. He's like, you're a man of honor. I like to think of myself as a man of honor. Like, in let's let's way. work together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, those were the high points for me. Other than that, we got to like raise our death count by like oh my god, two hundred percent. Let's just say in this one episode, like there was more death in this episode than all the previous episodes yeah. combined. But more on that later. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was episode five of season one in a nutshell. Okay, that was a bit of the I highlights thought. of it. You did it. See, I mean, okay, there is a lot more that happens in it, but yeah, don't worry, but we're, we're gonna talk those about are- it. Details. Details that would become ridiculously important later. <laughs> so, yeah. This is a interesting episode in the way that, um, like, 
a lot of like the setup is done. We we have reached <laughs> the point where setting up the conflicts of season one is finally over, and now we're seeing these power players sort of just move, and mm-hmm. it's really interesting to watch. Uh, I think another thing to take away from this episode is that the side characters are kind of they've kind of like taken center stage this episode. Yeah, characters that we've been following, um, like Ned and Catelyn, of course, are still there. But Daenerys isn't even in this episode. Yeah. And, I mean, we don't... We get maybe one scene with Bran and whatnot. Uh. We get we get more scenes in this episode with our with our side players, like Varys, like Little Th- mm-hmm. Littlefinger. Um, oh, and Greyjoy guy. Yeah, and Theon Greyjoy, yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's... Let's talk about that for a second. Um, we, there's a couple of very interesting scenes of just people talking in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a scene where Cersei, the Queen, and Robert Oh my talk. goodness, they had the best. They have a very great conversation. We also have, you already talked about Renly and Loris, their little private discussion mm-hmm. there. And then Varys and Littlefinger in their little word battle. Okay. Um, which, which of those scenes did you find the most interesting or hmm. most what what about them i guess like which one is the most interesting to you like which one do you want to find out which of those pairings do you want to explore at more at first i thought the the robert zersi thing was going to be i don't know that was actually more of like a funny aside like at first i thought she was going in there to you know work her little tricksy magic but I, I the more i see her the more i find i cannot gauge her as a person which is what annoys me it's really interesting because she goes back and forth between someone you can sort of root for and someone that you just despise yeah like i think of the moment like in episode one she's she's telling jamie to push bran out a window yeah and then episode two she's coming to catelyn being like oh like i miscarried my first baby i know what uh-huh. it's like to lose a child blah 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 and it's like oh my gosh like i don't know where she falls in the spectrum of yeah. am i supposed to like her or not i Although, I do have to say that personally, my favorite probably was between Varys and Littlefinger, just because it was just, like, the first time we really got to see, like, Varys, like, have, be in, like, a full scene for a long time, which was neat, which was fun. And they just, like, they just, like, attacked each other on all their information fronts. It was super fun in that <laughs> they, respect. I love, I love the scene, or the line in that scene where um, uh, Littlefinger asks uh, if... Uh, Varys's balls are kept in a box somewhere, <laughs> and then Varys says something like, um, "Oh, he was." It's like, "Oh, I wish I would know where they were too. We were terribly close once, you mm-hmm. know." Mm-hmm. And I just, I just die at that. Yeah, he he really owns who he is, and yes. that's what makes him one of the best characters in this series, right? Which, which is interesting too, because you say that, and that was also, I think, a lot of what uh, Cersei and uh, Robert's conversation was about. There's that joke that they both make to each other about, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, oh, our kingdom is crap, so what's holding it together? And Cersei's Hatred. like, oh. no, Cersei says, <laughs> oh, it's our marriage, and then they both <laughs> laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's such like a perfect scene of like wry humor that they both there was fine, funny, was even crazy. though they're constantly at each other's throats. Yeah, just, there was a lot of that this episode. It went between, like, really serious bits and just, like, this back-and-forth, like, two people in a scene sort of thing. I, this definitely is my favorite episode so far. And it's, like, you're right, we've finally gotten out of the introduction phase, and now we're into everyone's playing the game phase. Yes. 
Um, speaking of games, let's, let's transition to a different type of game. Let's talk about the joust at the oh. beginning of that. We, we had uh, sort of an epic confrontation between the mountain, who we saw last episode uh, killing Sir Hugh in a seeming accident. Mm-hmm. And now we saw uh, the a joust between uh, <laughs> the mountain and Sir Loris. So yep. what, were your, what were your thoughts on that? Well, I that was very... He pulled a medieval rage quit and almost killed his own brother due to it i love the fact that like when the hound stepped in and like fought the mountain the only thing that saved him in the end was that he bowed to the king like that was like the <laughs> yeah, coolest thing i've ever sword seen just flies over his head like seriously that was the coolest <laughs> i don't know but and of course then you have good guy loris who comes by and is like hey yeah. like let's cheer for the hound because he just saved my butt from getting murderized by the mountain yeah and renly <laughs> was all about that yeah renly he, was was i mean you saw the way he bolted up like when he started getting attacked yeah it was just it, like, if, if you didn't figure out what was gonna happen in the later scene <laughs> yeah i think it's funny too because we were talking about banter earlier and there's a little mm-hmm. bit of banter between renly and littlefinger little there mm-hmm. and like like, Renly's like, oh, like, maybe you could buy a friend, uh, Littlefinger, if you win this bet. And then, like, <laughs> like Littlefinger loses, but he still, like, calls out Renly on his, like, you know, secret proclivities. And yeah, Renly has, like... Is. Oh, I know. I feel like I... Okay, I want to ask you right now, like, how much of a secret do you think that really is, like, generally to everybody? Is it a secret or no? That's a good question. Is it one of those, like, secrets I know that's not really secret? all the inf- yeah, I the thing with it is, is it's funny. I love how he like talked about like, oh no, my brother's gonna take me on like a two week hunting trip till he can just stab something, and I hate everything. So I have to wonder if I feel like it's one of those situations where everyone knows but his brother. <laughs> <laughs> everybody <laughs> or knows I, but the or king. At least my head canon is that because I feel like he'd be one of those people that would get like very like offended at first or something. I don't know, <laughs> or maybe he knows, or and he does it despite him. The thing with it is, is I actually got to see Robert as like not a complete idiot this episode sometimes. Right. Nice. You kind of, you do see him, like, in the scene with Cersei, and the scene where he makes a kind of a compelling argument for why they should kill Daenerys. Mm-hmm. You kind of see Rob uh, Robert as a lot less uh, bumbling as you pre- than you previously saw him before. Yeah. And it's cool, because the scene with Cersei also, like, opened most of the character. He doesn't want to be bumbling. His kingship's not just what he thought it would be right and which is interesting too because there's that interesting thing where he talks about how what's which is the bigger number uh one or five and mm-hmm. he holds up five fingers and then then he holds up one fist and obviously he makes the point like the fist is better because it's unified mm-hmm. and he's bringing up the point already that that they lost that unification when they killed the mad king mm-hmm. so what do you think that means for westeros moving forward well, he pulled out a very good point, and I think it's very poignant that he understands exactly the Sages Kingdom's in, because if one united force came into there, they'd be screwed, because there are so many different people who want so many different things for the throne and, like, where Westeros is going to go. So they are not really a unified unit, and they're going to—I mean, they don't even necessarily need the Dothraki to crumble on themselves. Right. Well, I'm just curious, with even right now, how fractured everything seems, what do you think it would take to make everybody in Westeros kind of, like, join together again? Um, Dothraki, Ice Zombies, um, Godzilla, I don't know. Something really <laughs> big. Like, it would honestly take a world-shattering event to do it. Uh, maybe it'll be the winter that is evidently coming. Who yes, knows? It might be that. Because, like, right now, I mean, that's basically how I feel like these things work, the politics. 
everyone does their stuff when it's nice and warm and in the winter everyone's just like we gotta survive (laughs) so until that starts to happen things are probably only going to degrade into more backstabbing and ridiculous squabbling (laughs) well let's move on to um we already kind of touched on this a little bit with uh renly and loris's secret how well kept Mm -hmm. it is um, there's this notion of privacy that we're not even really sure of anymore as a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Varys has a conversation with Ned this episode where he's very careful, like, hey, like, close the door, close the windows, and <laughs> then, uh, also in, this, in the episode, Yorin from the Night Watch comes in and is like, hey, I gotta tell you something about your wife, please close your door, like, do it, do this, but, I mean, like, it doesn't matter, everybody seems to know everything already, and it's like there's no privacy at all in King's Landing, like, yeah. whatsoever. Uh, so, but obviously we know who the power players are in brokering this, this mm-hmm. information. It's Varys, it's Littlefinger, it's maybe some other people. Who do you mm-hmm. think, hmm. may, well, maybe Cersei, maybe, maybe it's her too. Anyway, in your opinion right now, who do you think has, like, the, the grasp on the most information, or maybe, like, the mm. most key information? Who do you think has, like, the biggest amount of, uh, collected knowledge? I feel like... It's Varys. Because even though different people brought out like different bits of information, I consider the Lannisters a unit with their information that they know. Not even the Lannisters or Littlefinger seem to have as much knowledge. Or, I don't know. I just feel like he has his fingers in so many different pots so that he kind of knows the most. Everyone else sort of... I mean, Littlefinger's information is basically... At this point, he's in Catelyn Protecto mode. Mm-hmm. basically he, i feel like he's always been in catlin protecto mode yeah but now he's like now he would not like bring in as much information because his sources are now it's funny because he's probably focusing more of his people on other people rather than just like doing what he would normally do to get more things i feel Varys knows the most things and is working the most connections because it's crazy because he's playing like good guy to people across the sea and in like to Jorah, hmm, I wonder why stuff. this is. <laughs> I, it's it's crazy. There's, there's all kinds of stuff going on, and it's and it's weird because my worst fear is that he's working on like Ned's sort of honor, but like in a super like crazy weird way where he's still being like loyal to the Mad King and like everyone else is like posers. Do you think maybe that he is lying to Ned? Do you think he's trying to take Ned down? Oh my goodness, I don't. I I can with I don't think anyone is on Ned Stark's side, which is the worst. I I that poor man, that poor poor man. I I honestly don't know though. Okay. I don't know what his game is because his game is so huge. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want to say anymore. Yeah, don't don't you dare. <laughs> um, so. I kind of have another burning question for you that I've been meaning to ask for a while now in this, and I think now is as good a time as any before things really pick up at the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, there's been a lot of um, talk about the Lannisters, and mm-hmm. particularly um, Cersei and Jaime and Tywin's father, uh, who has not yet been introduced in the show. Yeah. Uh, his name is Tywin, uh, but they have talked about him a lot. Mm-hmm. in the show uh and i kind of want your thoughts about who what kind of person do you think tywin is without without knowing without oh, seeing boy. tywin in the show just by seeing tywin's children by seeing uh tywin's uh what they've talked about him i mean uh, robert says like in the scene with cersei he's like you know he's... you talk but i hear your father's voice <gasps> mm-hmm. so wh- what kind of person do you think tywin 
is. What do, you, what do you think he's like? Oh boy, especially if he like very much influences children like Xerxes. I don't know if I will like him at all. Um, he's definitely he's probably got his fingers in a lot of different things. I don't know. He's he's not. He wouldn't be a king of action. He would be a king that sends people to do stuff. Like you know, has his fingers everywhere and like has lots of fronts. I I would not. This man would not be a savory person, in my opinion. And also, you got to think the Lannisters have so much money. If he is the one in charge of it all, holy cow! <laughs> Just <laughs> what has he been doing to get all this money? I love how they bring it up all the time, but no one looks into it. Is that because people who look into it, like you know, die? <laughs> it's like they're like the mob family of Westeros. Like, yeah. don't ask how we get our money. Uh huh. <laughs> no. Well, okay, uh, the think... huh? <laughs> Sorry, I'm the worst. I'll, I'll be quiet. Um, but do you think uh, is he going to be the type of person who is like outright about maybe how malicious he is, or is he kind of kind of like hard to read, like a Varys or a Littlefinger, or like where do you think he falls on that spectrum? I think he falls on a little bit more because when Tyrion seems to have a a not like of his family and i did he mention to his father i don't know but by the way their children act and by the fact that they seem to like not ever visit or talk to their father i don't think he's a nice man to be around and i think he's probably more overt than they are about it gotcha maybe due to older age or whatnot but i feel as if he's like he'd be one of those ones that would have like those really bitey stingy remarks he would never like hit his children but he would just say like the most hurtful things (laughs) well We'll have to see how that how that is when when or if Tywin appears. Uh, now my head can is that he like has a cigar all the time and he sits on there and he has a Tommy gun and is he's in a darkened back. room making dark deals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Lannisterinis. <laughs> the Lannisterinis. Loras takes the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't Loras take the fall in the fight? Come on, Mountain, you're killing me here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm probably not done, but I'll apologize every time. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, well, as we have officially reached the half point of season one, uh, let's have a quick back and forth here um, in which I'm going to name a character, mm-hmm. and you're going to tell me just like briefly, like one, maybe two sentences, a prediction for that character in the second oh, half of this season. Oh boy. So, so are you ready for this? All right. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna start simple. Okay. okay. Uh, Ned. Ned Stark. I feel like he's gonna Sean Bean it up and die. I don't want him to. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> uh, Catelyn Stark. Like husband, like wife. She's gotten in real deep. Do you think she's gonna die? No, but I feel as if she'll regret her decisions. Okay. Uh, Joffrey. He's just going to be a simpering a-hole like he's always been. <laughs> I don't think anything exciting is going to happen with him. <laughs> okay. Um, what about um, Cersei? What's what's Cersei going to be doing by the end of the season? I feel like whatever plans the Lannisters have in place, they're rolling. And she's going to, you know, be more involved in them. So you think she, she's going to be, like, the key player? She's going to be, like, alpha dog Lannister? Probably. Because <laughs> Jamie doesn't seem to wear the pants. <laughs> Uh, Tyrion. What's Tyrion doing by the end poor, of the season? Poor Tyrion. Um, I think he's going to be able to weasel his way out. Uh, I don't know. 
he's going to be using his smarts to be witty and clever. <laughs> As always. Mm-hmm. What about Daenerys? We didn't see her this episode, but what are your predictions for Daenerys by the end of the season? I I feel like she's going to have her baby by the end of the season. Okay. That's... I think that might be, like, her thing. Or maybe even dragons. <gasps> I would love dragons. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bran. Hmm. I feel like his sort of high point would be either figuring out the horse contraption works or doesn't. Okay. And what about Arya? Hmm. <laughs> where, where is Arya going to be at the end of the season? Oh. Oh, boy. I want to say alive first, because <laughs> if she's not, I'll wreck something. And I feel like she's going to keep on finding out things she shouldn't, and that's going to not be the best for her. This seems to be a recurring theme with you, is people getting in too deep. Well, uh, it's mostly a Stark thing. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, well, with that in mind, what about Sansa? Uh, I feel like she's such a neutral party that's just like... The very stereotypical, like, princess. She may have a little bit more shock put in her by the end of the season, is my prediction. Okay. And, uh, Theon. What about Theon? We, we kind of got a little uh, more Theon this episode. Uh, Theon Greyjoy? Okay, yeah, that guy. <laughs> I gave him the blankest stare of, oh, who? Yeah, he's like, you just completely didn't realize who Theon was. <laughs> but to be fair, we, I don't think we got Theon's name until, like, maybe last episode. Nah, it's been Greyjoy. He's been Greyjoy, Greyjoy. Yeah, they just, they just call him Greyjoy. Um, if there's some sort of shakeup in House Stark, I feel as if we'll see his loyalty tested. See where his true loyalty lies. It's That's true. my thing for because, him. Because, I mean, he is a ward. He is a Greyjoy. Mm-hmm. Not a Stark. Um, let's see. Is there anybody else? Um, let's let's go with uh, people that we've been talking about a lot this episode. Varys. <laughs> Varys. Um, he's going to have his little webs and whatever is going down. Uh, I feel as if one of his big reveals would be like saying... A proposed plan to get people across the sea. Oh my god. What if the winter was bad enough that it iced and they could get across? Holy <laughs> fracking heck. Sorry. I diverged on that. But yeah, basically, we're going to... I I don't know if we'll ever truly see where his loyalties lie, but we'll see where he's had his fingers more overtly. Let's move on to one final one, then. Mm-hmm. Um, our current king, Robert. Where's Robert headed by the end of the season? He's heading to death if he doesn't shape up. Um... I don't know if he'll make it or not, but I feel, I just feel as if he's not. Okay. Well, cool. We're going to check back later and see how accurate some of your predictions were. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And (laughs) I'm sure the results will be interesting for you. Um, So let's move on to our weekly wrap-up questions. Okay. Um, We had a lot happen as far as the behind the scenes stuff a little bit this episode seeing mm-hmm. how people are playing the game um so let's jump right into there who played the game the best this episode hmm. <laughs> oh boy i mean all the stark's plans are just going up in flames so i don't really even feel <sighs> which is hard for me to say because ned is like, high in the list, because he set out what he went to do and, like, turned down things. But then everything turned out 
wicked horrible right. for him. You have to keep in mind that these are like moves on a chessboard, and even though you make a good move and you get dashed later, it doesn't mean anything. So it's true, but I mean, he stayed true to himself, which which probably is not the best move. I just liked it the most. Yes. Um, this is not a question of who you like the most or who you think. I know. Played. I think is- Varys. Now that I see, now that we get to see more of him as a character, I think he's playing the best hand. Yeah. So I feel it's Varys. So you're saying, I guess, with that in mind, so. Because he played the game, the best is he's is he gonna get the crown this episode? If you had no, to give out the crown, he would never be a person to want the crown. Well, okay, if you had to give the crown though to somebody based I... on how well they played the game, would Varys get it? For his contributions, yes, probably. Okay, for all the things he's working. <laughs> Honestly, it's growing on me for Rinley being the king. I'd be okay with that. But so, I feel like if his brother died, he'd probably end up dying too, which is sad. Because then we can't have the most progressive king-king combo ever. <laughs> do you... So do you want... So who? So who's getting the crown then? In your final word. Renly or Varys? Varys. Varys. For doing the most. Okay. So so Varys, Varys wins the crown this week um, for playing for playing the game the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Let's let's talk about plans because we kind of touched on that too. Oh boy! Uh, who had the best plan this week? Who had the worst? <laughs> oh boy! I mean, which dark do I pick with the worst? Oh, I know. Nothing seemed to work out like you, like we thought it would. Any? No, not even at all. Not even a little bit. And it makes me see how poor of a decision Catelyn was bringing them to this. I feel that Ned made the worst choice because giving up your power in your enemy's turf was literally the dumbest thing he could have like done. Like, it's not even tactical suicide. It, yeah, it, yeah, it was... He was blindly going with his honor. That was... While I respected him hella much, that was... That was just bad. He's been there for, like, a few months now, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get that. He should do all his stuff first, and then as he's walking out of King's Landing, drop the hand thing. <laughs> hand symbol. Like the most epic mic drop yeah. in Westeros. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm doing all these things. Peace. Yeah, it's like, y'all are dumb. Have fun <laughs> with your backstabbing and weirdness. <laughs> um, okay, so, but our, who had the best plan? Who had the worst? Was it So was Ned it, is worst. Not, not Catelyn over her plan with Tyrion? I mean that's really bad. I guess. I guess it's. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it fully played out. But Ned, Catelyn is going to live where she's at most likely. Ned is at ridiculously high risk of dying due to multiple things. He did just get stabbed in the leg with a spear. Yeah, and there's there's freaking arteries in there, man. (laughs) You don't know if he's gonna make it. Oh my god, that would be so lame. Um, but but who had the best? Best best plan. Hmm. All right, I'm actually going to go with his bro, Robert. Robert. As much as I hate to admit it, his plan, well... His plan to kill Daenerys? Well, okay, no. We talked about how this is good and bad. Great in that they're going to take away a thing, but bad in that they get a revenge thing. Right, well, but do you... Okay, I think the qualifier here is, though, to be a best plan it he has, has to, to work actually, out the best like it, it has uh, to play out so even if you yeah. think it's like good theoretically if that plan actually played out do you never mind uh thinking about it i can't give him the best it's not a bad idea it's like bad as a thing but i feel like either way the doth rock are gonna come across the sea okay but his plan would maybe work better because the 
if it's any like kind of sense at all, the Dothraki will plan even less about their pillaging. <laughs> it will just be purely blinded by rage, and well, they will have like there will be a declaration of war, so people have time to prepare more. Maybe the best plan this week should go maybe to like the Targaryens <laughs> still, even though they weren't in this episode, because I mean everybody yeah. here is like infighting. Yeah, like that's the thing. If you look at it in that way, honestly, the Targaryens are winning, be- and I think I'd even mentioned this before because. They have a plan and a goal, and they're working towards it, even though there's a little bit of, like, back and forth. So they're like the metaphorical fist to Westeros, the five fingers. Yeah, because Westeros has the potential to, if the Dothraki come over, just completely fall apart on itself. Because who's to say that, you know, two of those fingers won't just be like, well, screw it, we'll just have the Targaryens be kings again. (laughs) And, yeah, so... Looking at it in the broad scheme of things with the way Westeros is, I think Targaryen's plan wins. Because, like, it's crazy. The more we hear about the Dothraki, the more people are like, we, d- oh my goodness, Dothraki, we will die. But they can ride their horse across the sea. But seriously, dude, the pecs. <laughs> um, okay, well, I guess we can give the, the, the Targaryens the best plan this week. But let's be more concrete here when we move on to Stark of the Week. Yeah. Um, a lot of our Starks kind of made some questionable choices. Kind of had some things happen to them. So, but but who was top Stark this week? Top dog? Ned won out because it's so refreshing to see him be, like, as annoying as it is to see his honor win out among things, it's refreshing to see a, see a character stick to their guns and not fall to anyone else's, like, little ploys and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, and Catelyn really kind of showed like how just like desperate and like she was just reaching for it to like pin the thing on stuff and now we fully see how like terrible her choice was right because her sister's like paranoid getting that note about like watching out for lannisters like means nothing from her (laughs) because her son knows them oh those are the bad people yes yes Um, so, so Ned gets Stark of the Week this week for being honorable, yeah. which is ironic. Even in this, even in this episode, Varys tells Ned, like, sometimes in order to do the best thing, you have to be not honorable. And Ned's like, well, screw that. I'm going to be honorable. And then he gets stabbed <laughs> in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> instant, instant, like, oh, darn. Yes. Um, there's a lot of death this episode, as oh, we mentioned gosh. earlier. Our our kill count, I think, is now up to 26 uh, total. Yeah, total. Uh, but this episode, um, we just had a lot of random people die. But first off, we mm-hmm. had some of Ned's Ned's men were killed by yeah. Lannister. We also had the ambush on the King's Road by uh, mm-hmm. the people on the way to the Vale. Yeah. Um, so, not really a lot of noticeable faces there. There was... Sir Jory that died, would he get worse death, you think, maybe? Or who, who's going who's gonna to get best death? Uh, best death would be to the dulcimer that exploded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, I'm that totally was, okay with this. It was I, a glorious exploding dulcimer. I mean... I mean, if that actually killed the minstrel, that would be... Yeah. Let, let's let's talk about this real quick, because it's such like a minor moment in the scene that a lot of people <laughs> might not recognize what we're talking about. Um, so, the scene in which um, Tyrion and Catelyn and all of them on the King's Road get ambushed, it starts... The fight starts when the minstrel, who's just like kind of playing on his dulcimer in the background, like gets like a rock flown at it or something, and it just yeah, like slingshot. explodes. Slingshot to the dulcimer, and that's like... It's like 
boom, fight scene, roll initiative, and everybody's like, oh! <laughs> so, and it was a really glorious dulcimer explosion. Like, the, you saw the strings fly everywhere. You saw the look on the poor minstrel's face. He's like, no, my dulcimer! Yeah, but he probably t- got wrecked real quick. Um, I'm trying to... The thing with it is, is I don't know if we can necessarily give... It's Jory? Jory. Yeah, yep. Jory that I just got to like. God dang it. Yeah, Jory and, who died this episode by um, a knife to the eye. I honestly think I give it to the the worst death to the hill person that got stabbed multiple times in the face with a shield by Tyrion. Worst death. Because <laughs> that sucked. He was definitely not dead that whole time. That's true. And his his head was looking a little bit pulpy by the time that Tyrion was done with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the second worst definitely does has to go to Jory, but... And I, I guess it's more due to the situation because, you know, like, Jamie was just, like, looking at Ned as he, like, killed his right-hand man. It's like, you dick. <laughs> um, best death? Oh, boy. It's okay if you want to leave it with just the dulcimer. I'm fine with this. I, I think I'm going to leave it with the dulcimer because everyone else was, like, random characters. Like, yeah. oh, it was guard number three death. That was the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to have to give it to the dulcimer because there's no real other characters that I can is name. The dulcimer is a, I mean, rest in peace, poor dulcimer. Poor we dulcimer. only know, knew you for, like, one episode, I Rest think. in peace, 2015 to 2015. For me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's move on then to your feelings about how hopeful you are. I mean, I, I know it's probably going to be a, a lot lower this episode, just considering how we ended with Ned getting stabbed in the leg and the Lannisters being all, like, yeah. poop faces. Yeah. Uh, so... All right. So... How hopeful. Here's my thing. I'm going to pull on my love of anime and say that this is, like, the fall that happens. Like, the hero gets the crap beat out of them first, and then they make, like, like glorious rise, and you're like, yeah, feel good. I Why did I spend 30 hours watching this? And it was for that feel good. So I feel... Like, I'm actually going to stay about uh, five and a half hopeful. Five and a half? I know that things are going bad for them, and it means that it could go worse due to, like, the general fan tears that have been spilled across the years. Um, But I don't know. This could be a chance. Things could rebound. I feel like this is a chance. Next episode, we're going to know whether they're either going to rebound or whether this is just going to be a slow, steady decline. So I'm hoping for a rebound, but I don't know if it'll happen. And Cameron's being awfully quiet, so... I've got nothing to say. That's... I think we're just going to leave that score <laughs> oh, God. right there. Yeah, I'm not... Ugh, oh, yeah. Let's just go. I want to leave this on the most positive 5.5 I can. <laughs> um, well... It has been fun watching you watch uh, this this um, episode today. I, mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it. There's uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Even I though. enjoyed. Yes, I enjoyed it. Even despite everything. Um, so um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. We mm-hmm. um, have been having a lot of fun recording this. Yes. If you have questions that you want to ask to Zach about Game of Thrones. Uh, in this same leading fashion, if you've seen Game of Thrones before, feel free to do so. You can comment uh, to us on uh, our YouTube channel. You mm-hmm. can you can reach us um, at, on Twitter. Uh, we're uh, Useful NPCs is our YouTube channel, and you can find us at Useful NPCs um, on Twitter. We also have a Tumblr under Useful NPCs. <laughs> um, Zach's enjoying his, his Tumblr. I don't understand how someone like Zach has never gotten his hands on tumblr it's it's literally all like art and fan art and like random he's things. literally like a kid in a candy store with our tumblr right it's, a, now. it's a problem i i it, it's it'll probably be amusing to some people <laughs> um but yeah you can you can reach us there too um 
So mm-hmm. if you if you got those questions, shoot them at us. Just no spoilers for Zach's sake. No spoilers, please. Um, we we want to keep Zach uh, as virgin to the experience as possible, um, mm-hmm. so that he he's so that he he is um, you know fresh to this. When, when we're going in, like, literally our, our process when we record this is we pop on the episode, we watch it, and, like, literally we get up, turn on the recorder, and boom, start recording. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally everything you guys are hearing is Zach, like, his raw reacting. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't need a good time saw. to, like, think over my thoughts. That's why I sometimes stumble, because I'm like, no, wait, no, mm. He hasn't even had time to process. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for for tuning in. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you next time when we find out Zach's impressions of what happens with Ned next episode and oh. what happens with just live some of these other people. Just um, live, Sean. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Have a good one. Goodbye.